Smiley Morning Show. The most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God right. is good. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? Man, blessed and highly favored this morning, ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. And you know we need that word, Pastor Haynes. Hey, thank you, Rick Snyder. Got that word for you. Listen, our song today is Jesus Can Work It Out. And there's a line in the song that basically says, I gave it over to the Lord. I stopped worrying about it. And that's what I want to focus on right now, because I've discovered that life will stress you out. Stress will mess with your mind. Stress will disturb your peace. Stress will cause you to wrestle with worry. And someone is tuned in right now. And that's what the deal is. You are worried, worried because your money is funny and your change is strange, worried because you don't know how things are going to work out, worried because you're trying to figure stuff out and nothing is coming together. If you're not careful, worry will disturb your peace. But here's what Dr. Charlie Hayes sings in the song, Jesus can work it out. I gave it over the Lord, gave it over to Jesus. I stopped worrying about it. And that's the key right there because I'm just something. When you give it over to Jesus, you will stop worrying about it. What does that look like? Number one, it means you recognize that when you can't, God can. I like that right there. God can open doors that no one can shut. God can bring the right people in your life at the right time to do for you what you could not do for yourself. God can give you peace in the midst of your pressure. Listen, and when you can't, God can. So here's what you do. Give it over to Jesus. Stop worrying about it, knowing that when you can't, God can. But also it lets me know that a lot of times I'm trying to figure stuff out. And God is behind the scenes working stuff out. Isn't that good news right there? That God can work both ends of your situation and that God can work on you and give you peace. And at the same time, work on the other the end of your situation, work it out, make it right, make it what it should be. Because listen, when you give it over to Jesus, you can stop worrying about it. That's why Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me because I will give peace and rest unto your soul. That's the word I'm giving to everyone today. Stop worrying about it. Give it over to Jesus. Stop worrying about it. When you can't, he can. Stop worrying about it. When you're trying to figure stuff out, he's already working stuff out. Stop worrying about it because Jesus can work it out. He sure can, Pastor Hans, because he sent help for that black man that was trying to dock them boats in Montgomery, but I don't know Ricky, if you want to preach about to Montgomery. Let's go to move. <laughs> Ricky, you preached that. You preached it. And then you prayed about it, Ricky. Thank you. All right, let's get into this music right here. Y'all love you, Pastor Hayes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great <laughs> You too, Ricky's by the morning show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky's by the morning show. Maria, good morning. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Total, the last former Minneapolis police officer convicted for his role in the killing of George Floyd, was sentenced to four years and nine months on Monday. He showed no sign of remorse and testified that he merely served as a human traffic cone when he held back crowds watching former officer Derek Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. In other news, an automated facial recognition search error led to the wrongful arrest of a pregnant black woman in Detroit. Now, the department uses a service provided by DataWorks Plus to make decisions, but was mistaken in this particular case. The woman identified as Portia Woodruff has filed a wrongful arrest lawsuit against Detroit. Lastly, Ricky, we all heard the thunderstorms in certain areas of the country. A powerful storm, a storm system knocked out power to more than one million and left one dead in Alabama after a lightning strike. Thousands of flights were also delayed or canceled due to severe weather. Currently, there is a level two slight risk of severe thunderstorms Tuesday afternoon for parts of Mississippi, Alabama, Florida and Georgia. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, the Houston Texans minority owner Javier Loya facing sexual assault charges, including first-degree rape from all incident uh, back in May in Kentucky. Javier denies these allegations and will defend his innocence. We'll keep you posted on that. Houston is heat in the news today of sports because the Houston Astros made their way to the White House to celebrate with uh, their World Series title with President Biden, led by their legendary manager and former player, Dusty Baker. A legendary Dusty Baker. <laughs> Dusty, it wasn't easy. People counted you out saying you're past your prime. Hell, I know something about that. <laughs> An all-star player, three-time, three-time manager of the year. The first coach to lead five teams to postseason in all of baseball history. And finally, World Series champion as a player and a manager. Dusty Baker, one of the greatest of all times. Congrats once again to the Houston Astros. That's my quick sports report. What up there, Gary? All right, y'all, it's official. Graceland, y'all, has a new owner. They're saying nearly seven months after Lisa Marie Presley's sudden passing, y'all, a Los Angeles judge ruled that her eldest daughter, actress Riley Coe, is officially the sole heir to the iconic Memphis property. Now, they're saying that's the former home of Elvis Presley. The residence has been owned by the King of Rock and Rolls family since he purchased it, y'all, back in the spring of 1957. Now, according to Graceland's website, they're saying a 22-year-old Presley purchased the 13 acres ground for a little more than $100,000. Although keeping Grayson in the Presley family seems like a no-brainer, they're saying that the estate plan was met with contention. Now, they're saying when Elvis died in 1977, the musician listed, y'all, three beneficiaries to his estate. His grandmother, Miss Minnie Mae Presley, his father, Vernon Presley, and his only child, Lisa Marie. Y'all now, since Presley's grandmother and father passed away decades ago, they're saying Lisa Marie has long been, y'all, Graceland's sole owner. Now that she's dead, her daughter Daughter is on a Graceland. Have any of y'all visited? I don't know, Ricky, you're a tourist and get out there. Have you been to Graceland uh, Mansion before? Uh, I've seen it, but I, uh, it's real small. Actually. That's what they said. Yeah. Yep. It looked they big said. on TV, but it's, it's real small. Yep. But, it, I mean, it was a nice house but back then. That was, a, you know, considered uh, what they considered a mansion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, now, honey, his granddaughter is now the official owner. All right. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, chiffon. On the high end, you say chiffon. And on the low end, you say beautiful, light yellow. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Beyonce paid 100 k And I'm going to tell you why up next, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Ah! 
Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot all right, y'all, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot. You're back. Go ahead. And I'm happy to be back. Welcome <laughs> back to the same old place that you laughed about. <laughs> Well, then, no, I'm just playing. Okay, good morning, y'all. Um, your girl, Brad Ted Ted. This is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Our boy Usher briefly addressed the recent hoopla that surrounded his. There goes my baby. There she go. There she go. I had to sing it. That is my song. Tribute to Kiki Palmer last month. And following the viral clip of the 29 year old Palmer fawning over Usher, darling, in a black bodysuit with a sheer overlay, Palmer's mate, Darius Jackson, took to Twitter to express his disapproval. I believe he said you're a mother or something like that but guess what as a new mother she looked beautiful she came out she had a good time her outfit wasn't bothering nobody if she felt good in what she had on so be it she had a good time anyway when they asked usher about his sentiments on the issue uh he expressed that there was nothing more than a good time happening he elaborated and said i think everybody's vision or version of what they thought happened there just leads back to what really happened in having a good time in las vegas that's all it means and i hope that's what came out of it whether it was a conversation of what was going on with us or we were just having fun in front of the audience or conversation about that song so I agree with him I mean when y'all saw it did y'all feel like she was inappropriate she just looked like she was happy and having a good time I hate that her 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 boyfriend or her dude had a problem with that mm. yeah uh, yeah the dude is a... <sighs> if that was your lady Ricky would you be upset at what she had on no, because I know where she going I tonight, know what she and going, I know what I'm working on. with, and I know what she going to get, and I'm going to stand up <laughs> to do it with Usher playing in the background. Come I on, promise now. you. I promise you. I put that on Come my mom. That'll be the soundtrack when you get home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I ain't about to worry about Usher saying, saying to her, Usher, yes. get her good and right. Get her feeling good. Get her, get her drinking on, and now. feeling good. Yes. I got your Usher when we get home. <laughs> Usher, you on into that bedroom, <laughs> and we going to to work. I'm going to put you to sleep. You heard me. You heard me. You saw in the middle of the night. Make you feel so right. Make you feel real good. Lay your head back. Side my ride. Put your hand on the wood. Good. Tell me a little something that I really want to hear. Baby, have no fear. I'll be obliged. Step aside. Back of the year. So bring it over here. Beyonce paid $100,000, y'all, to keep the Washington, D.C. Metro stages open for an extra hour on Sunday night after the severe weather delayed her concert. Now, heavy rain started about an hour before the showtime, and the fans at FedEx Field were told to shelter in place for their safety. Fortunately, Beyonce was eventually able to perform and help the fans get home, so uh, she paid for the Metro extension. So they said the extended time means the Beehive can stay for the party and still get home on Metro. The additional hour will be funded by the tour to cover the $100,000 cost to run more trains and keep all 98 stations open for customers to exit and other operational expenses. Now that is all right I for like somebody it. to do that. Ain't that dope? Yeah. That's a Tyler oh, Perry oh, moment right there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Gary, what, what you say? Oh, uh, Gary. Uh-uh. I mean, Ricky, it's sad though, honey. You got to pay for the train. That her fans got to ride the train to see her. The tickets were that expensive. I mean, people don't have cars oh. where they couldn't get to her. <laughs> you need to stop. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note, y'all. <laughs> coming up next, it was a battle of epic proportions. And coming up, we got an exclusive with the chair from Montgomery. Next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, before we interview uh, 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 the chair, uh, let me put a little bit of this. Let's go. 
Hush, Brad. Even when there's no one sitting there. Oh, yeah. But a chair is not a house. And a house is not a home when there's no one there. Ladies and gentlemen, Black America is proud this morning. Yes, we are. Special K, black, black America's proud this morning. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Everything that we've been through. Who did we talk to three weeks ago? Carly mm. Russell, who? Come on, her wig. But today, who we got, Special K? Come on now, we got the chair. Y'all give it up. Welcome to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Give it up for the chair. Yes. Everybody, good morning. Hey, hey, first of all, let everybody know your name. Well, Ricky, my name, you know, was Charles, but I no longer go by that slave name. As yeah. of today, my name is Moses Muhammad X Elijah. Don't <laughs> call me Mo. So, let me, let me let me ask you this: How, how did you end up in Montgomery? Well, I originally got a scholarship at Alabama State back in 2003 <laughs> to be on the sideline for the basketball team. The things just didn't pan out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and after college, fell on hard times, man, and I moved down to Uniontown where I used mm-hmm. to work at the foot wash, do baby showers, gender rege- reveals, and, and space tapes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Chair Muhammad, we're gonna call you. Can we call you Chair Muhammad? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, just call me Mo. Just call All me right, Mo. Mo. All right, Mo. Mo the Chair. Tell us what. Just tell us about uh, your family. I'm sure Brat want to know. Oh, absolutely, Brat. I come from a long line of NPS 1200 series premium folding chairs. My <laughs> granddaddy, he was one of them dark black chairs in the 50s, but he despised his color. Ricky, he was actually in the room while they were planning the bus boycott, but right. he went and snitched the other clan affiliated chairs about what Rosa them was doing. Right. That was my granddad. Yeah. My dad, he was a light brown chair in the WWE wrestling. And my cousin, he's a green chair in the project. So, you know, he used to this type of stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. So I so so how did you get from the uh how did you get from the boat to the deck? Teamwork, black teamwork, <laughs> African Americans coming together. Because you know, I was up on the third floor, and I had been in storage since last fall. But they grabbed me for a repass, stuck me on the boat, handed me down, Ricky, three levels to get to that young man's uh, hands. I didn't get his name, but man, we went to action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I so so. Let me ask you something. And Gary wanted want to know. Gary, you want to ask him about the lady? Gary. Yes, Mr. Mo. Now, the lady that uh-huh. you hit, she was just walking by. She was about to probably get her a cold drink, and you just <laughs> popped her. Why? Gary, yeah, I blacked out. I blacked oh, out. I, can't, I blacked out. Emotions was running high. And all I remember when I saw that lady, all I could picture was that day they wouldn't let Rosa have a seat, mm-hmm. so I gave her ass a seat. Oh, <laughs> you still did. 
And it looked like you dumped her back in the water. <laughs> so, well, you know, so, it's Alabama in July. You know, that that, that was me being generous because, you know, you wanted to cool her off after that. After mm. that fire. After you fire them up, you cool mm. them off. So, 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 Mr. Chair, what, what is next for you? Well, you know, uh, Ricky, I've been getting a lot of interview requests. Uh, Gail King want me to come sit down. Uh, I'm just, I'm just out there. People trying to get me to do a GoFundMe, but I'm a chair. I don't know what that is. Uh, right. Somebody wants to give me any money, donate it directly to my charity. That means just <laughs> give it to me, you know, under the table. So that's why I be. So, so who gonna who gonna be sitting on you this weekend? Where where do they have you booked this weekend? Where you gonna be? Uh, I got, a, I got a few things lined up. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on. Can, yeah. Can I help you? Can I help you, sir? Okay. Yeah, move it. Yeah, move along. All right. I'm sorry about that, Rick. This white boy looking at me funny. This white boy looking at me funny. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> recognize yeah, yeah, but we, we held it. We held it. We do it. He ain't one man. He ain't one man. Right. Ladies and man, thank you so much uh, 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 for coming on the show, explaining us and breaking down what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for the chair, Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> the chair. Yeah, that's a lovely lesson, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> more Ricky Smiley, more the show coming up. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. The Let's Make a Deal star host, Wayne Brady, y'all, is speaking out. Now, you recall five years ago, y'all, actress, recording artist, Miss Janelle Monet came out as pansexual, y'all. She said she is attracted to human beings regardless of their gender or gender identity. Well, now they're saying that Janelle has some company, honey. Wayne Brady. He announced recently that he is pansexual. Now, they're saying Rain Brady said, meaning that he is attracted to persons regardless of their sex or gender. Now, Brady put it another way. He said, bisexual with an open mind, he says with a chuckle. Now, in doing this research, he said, both with himself and just with the world, he said, I couldn't just say, honey, that um, if I was bisexual because I had to really see what that was, especially because, honey, I really have not gotten a chance, y'all, to act on anything. So, I came to pansexual because, honey, I know that I'm completely messing up the dictionary meaning, he said. But to me, honey, pan means being able, y'all, to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, transsexual, or non-binary. He said being able to be attracted across the board. He said, and I think, at least for me, honey, for right now, he said, that is the proper place. He said, I took pan to mean that not only can I be attracted to any of these people or type physically, but I could be attracted to the person that is there. Isn't that amazing? Come on, Wayne Brady. Yeah, Wayne Brady, honey. Yeah, I mean, you know, guys, honey, I mean, it's not even Black History Month, honey. And these men, honey, are coming out and telling the world, honey, you know, <laughs> what's going on. Black History Month. <laughs> and saying, you know, saying these things. Are, but yes, honey, he said he is definitely buying there. I mean, he's pansexual, though. So I guess, you know, well, if you're pansexual, honey, ain't he I married, guess. married, though? He's just realizing well, that? He, 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 nah, well, he was married to um, um, Idina um, Mendez, honey. Oh. She's a big actress, honey. You know, they divorced, honey. And okay. they have a daughter together. But now he said, honey, Brad, that he's pansexual. Yeah, but okay. let me tell you. Was that Wayne Brady or was it Oh, no, that K-D's. was Kate uh, Tate Dees. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, that was Tate Dees. I forgot who Wayne Wayne was married to, Wayne. Mandy. She was a Chinese woman. Wait but, a minute, um, what? 
I'm <laughs> confused. We, we got the so women the whole, confused. The whole story about Wayne Brady is not about Wayne Brady. No, it's about Wayne Brady, but it's, we just got his um, wife mixed up. I got because they both black men with white women, so I got okay. their white women mixed up. But yeah, so but anyway, yes, honey. That's so all he, he, so, he, <laughs> so but it, but now but let me tell you something not to um, leave Wayne behind, honey. Will I am is opening up, y'all. Will I am, y'all know him from the Black Eyed Peas. He yes. opened up about his sexuality in a recent interview. The Black Eyed Peas rapper says that honey, people call him gay all the time, but he say he's just not gay. He's a feminine man. He said he. Said, coming of age, he said, I didn't have a man in my life. He said, I fought in my life to guide me. He said, my mom did that, which probably made me ultra feminine. He said, I have no shame in being super feminine. He said, I remember, honey, in the 90s, we don't have have the support of the LGBTQ community. Now that we did, he said, that we have now. He said, but growing up in the 90s, he, we were like, are you gay? He said, a lot of people questioned him because he was feminine. He said, I'm damn still feminine. He said, I sit the way I sit. I act the way I act. He said, my mannerisms are my mom's period, he said. He is now, who he is. He Amen. said who he is or not. He also added, Brad, he said, I'm strong, honey, with my femininity. He said, I think it's a superpower. He said, when you know who you are and, honey, you know who you love and who you are and how you vibe. He said, that's what it's about. He said, I like girls. Never was attracted to men. He said, I'm attracted to females, but I'm feminine. Unquote. I'm so confused. Isn't that right beautiful? Now. I mean, so is no, anybody on this show like that? There, there, there are sheets. a lot of people like that that are raised by their mothers and their grandmothers, yeah. and they don't have men figures around, and they yeah. adapt yeah. and pick up some of their grandmother's ways, the hand movements, the conversation, the things she say, or the, or the things that they mom say. Exactly. You know? So it's, it's it's not strange. I don't it's it, not yeah, strange. Yeah. No, Oh, I, I think that there's a lot of stereotypes. You know, sometimes we can assume a guy that has female or feminine tendencies is gay and vice versa. I mean, I had right. a, a a girl that I worked with at the gym. She was a personal trainer. She never wore makeup. You know, she dressed like a tomboy. And then she had a whole husband and a baby. She just, you know, and so you really can't make assumptions about people. You know, that's what I get from it. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm I'm Ada May Armor and Maddie Smile. When I tell you I get in that kitchen and the way I fold them damn clothes and them towels. That's what I'm saying. A, you exactly. You you yeah. have a lot of ways that 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 women do, like taking care of the house and cleaning up and all your ADD stuff. And but you you love women. You don't got any. You know what I'm saying. So some yeah. people do. From being around their grandmothers and their mothers who they love so much and who they just grew up around. It's not, it just happens like that sometimes. Brad, do you think any of the men on our show like sit down a certain kind of way that may be feeling like special case. Special case sat on his, one of his oh. legs one time. <laughs> sit on one of his legs. Yeah, the folded head tucked up underneath. Look at the photo of that too Shut so you up. can see. That's yeah. what they call it, a leg. I have it. <laughs> anyway. Really? He had that thing tucked anyway. up in the body, man. I was actually, I was actually stretching out a muscle. That I had oh. pulled, I had pulled the muscle, <laughs> so I had to fold my them. leg under under myself. <laughs> no, sir. To stretch the, my the, uh, the fact my, that you my, can my do thigh a full muscle split out. is disturbing. Oh, <laughs> well, why that take a special case like that? Yeah, the full split with them boots on in Cincinnati back <laughs> That's right. I, I just act like I didn't see it. I saw it in my peripheral vision. HR is still on much. speed dial. Don't worry about it. Bruh, going on with the team. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors, honey. And here they put on my intro: half man, half woman. Huh? The color today. Uh, on the high end, you say chiffon, and on the low end, you say beautiful light yellow. That's your color for the day. <laughs> Girl, you ain't did chiffon in a long time. I know, honey. Chiffon, that's a nice, cute color, and it goes with the stories, too. Light yellow. <laughs> Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs>
our favorite grandmama, Miss Bernice Jenkins. Good morning. Good morning, Rocky, Maria, Brad, Gary. Good yeah, morning, Miss Jenkins. Good morning. How y'all feeling? Fine. <laughs> I just need to, we got to call heaven this morning. A lot of stuff. I just got back from Montgomery. And I, it was too late. I missed everything. But, Rocky, can you use your powers? Let's call heaven right quick. Absolutely. Everybody close their eyes and say with me. Cora. You had went on to heaven and called you on your house phone yesterday. I said she ain't picking up, and I forgot that you was already gone. And I bet you said, uh. That's what I said. I said, mm. She ain't asking if I left you a voice message. Yeah, oh, it's still on. It's still on. I don't know what it is. You need to tell your grandchildren to call the power of the, the, the phone company. Your phone's still on, Cora. Yeah, had them cut it off. Of course, I ain't being charged for nothing. I know you can't pay it. You're in heaven. That's right. <laughs> sure is. Lord, everything going on with y'all down now. Yeah, what what they, what they saying up there in heaven about the fight that broke out in Montgomery? Lord, everybody was, you'd have thought that was on pay-per-view up here. What happened? Did, did, did you see what, did, did, what the backstory to it? What, how it got started? Well, yeah, the man was just asking them to move their boat. He uh -huh. was in a good mood that day, too. Uh -huh. But you know what? That whole thing, it sure upset Harry Tubman. Lord, have mercy. Is, is Harry Tubman there? Yeah, she here. If we can coax her out, she been in. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute, man. Hey, come here. Telephone just hit me. Oh, Lord, she just. Wait a Hello? Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk so loud. Call her by name. Oh, you don't want me to say that? Huh? Y'all down there riling up them white folks. Yeah, Harriet, did you see the fight? Yeah, I seen it. What's she doing? I think y'all should. Shouldn't rile them up like that. You know, Why? it's time they, they be after you. <laughs> you still scared, Harry? I gotta go. I definitely gotta go. <laughs> what was that, Harry? Bernie. Bernie. No, she's yeah. back in that water. <laughs> she's back in that water. She's back in that water. Huh? It's Dr. King now. Yeah, Dr. King. Here, hold on a second. Wait a minute, Dr. King. Yeah, Bernie. Hello? Dr. King. Yes, Bernie. How you doing this morning? I know that you used to preach at a church down there in Montgomery. Did you see the fight? I most certainly did, and it was it was something. You know, I'm a man of peace. Uh -huh. I'm a man of tranquility, but... <laughs> When I saw that going on down there, I knew. I said, look at all those people joining in. That's what you call coming together for a worthy cause. Yeah! Mm -hmm. Dr. King, was you excited? What part did you like the most? I like when the brother jumped in the water and swam across just like Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like when he was swimming across there till he got to the dock. <laughs> and when he got over there, he took care of business, Dr. Kane. Yes, he kicked that one shoe off because he must have lost that other shoe in the ripple. <laughs> <laughs> but he kicked it off and was ready to go to business. I'm sure my Angelo had some poetry. Yes, she did. She was up here. We were all glued to the closed second television up here. Hold on a second. I'll get her. Just a second. Hold on to me. Bye. Hello. My Angelo. Hello, Bernice. How are you today? <laughs> you and Brad and Special K and Rocky and Maria and everybody. Gary. <laughs> we love and miss you, my Angelo. We know you wrote a beautiful poem about... Uh, then all new Montgomery, they represented. They represented there because the man was just trying to ask them to move their vessel. Instead, they tried to give him a hassle. He <laughs> said, well, we have to park another ship. But instead, there was a massive black reunion, and they got their ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is, is Michael Jackson still in heaven? <laughs> yes, he is. He's here. He's talking with Paul Mooney right now. Paul Mooney was explaining him the... Oh, but now we, didn't, we hadn't talked to Paul Mooney Paul in a long... Put him on the phone. Oh, and he's right over here. Hold on one second. Hold on. Just say, Paul. Paul. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Mooney? Good morning. Good morning. I bet you enjoyed that yesterday, a couple days ago, didn't you? Look, look let me tell you, they say Negroes can't swim. <laughs> that Negro jumped in the water and swam all the way across. Yes, he did. What you and thought about it, Mr. Mooney? Uh, look, they had it coming. Because especially when that brother grabbed that chair, bam, upside of head. Bam, upside another head. He went upside more heads than Corinne Stephens in her heyday. He was swinging that chair. He was swinging that chair. <laughs> uh, Paul, it's so good talking to you. Put Carl back on the phone. I'm sorry. Is Michael yeah, there? Michael not there? Michael! Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on a second. Just a moment. Michael. Michael. Hello? <laughs> Michael! Hello? Yeah. Michael! Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the fight? What you think? Yeah, I saw it. Answers <laughs> <laughs> <Asses> got whipped. <laughs> this song goes out to all the soldiers on the battlefield in Montgomery. Here we go. If you go to Montgomery. You don't mess around and find out If you go to Montgomery You don't mess around and find out Down by the riverboat You go to Montgomery You don't mess around and find out All you gotta do is hop off the riverboat Because Montgomery won't all the smoke Oh, you walk over Right over there. Look at that man. My God, he's 
swimming fast. Take off your shoes. Walk you on. know what to do. We've been a fight. Walk been going it all our life. They thought they had us chained. Walk but God said not today. Best for Dr. King. Walk because he wouldn't swing. Best is for Obama. Walk on. Be sure. And coming back. Walk and Jamie did too. Attack us by the river. The ancestors came through. Oh, they walked over. Walk on. back. And that's a fact. On period. On everything. On my mama. That's right, y'all. Comedian Rita Brent. That's right. Mess around and found out. Uh, that's comedian Rita Brent. Gary, what you got coming up next? Coming up next, y'all. Don't be a menace. The Marlon Wayans story. We're gonna talk about Marlon next. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Let's go to the phone. Uh, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Who is this? This, this, uh, Darius Rick. What's up, Ricky? What's up, man? And everybody. And everybody is on. Hold on now. Uh, if you feel in there for Black Tony, you should come to work. You're supposed to be here. What's going on? Hey, you already know what's going on. Black Tony done went down to Montgomery and they called me. But, you know, even though he called me, I, I just, this is, this is, I know it's going to be tough. This is a personal day. Today, I'm getting my affairs in order. Ain't no need for me to lie, brother. Because, man, all this stuff been going on. You been, you been, you been on social media? Yeah, yeah, obsessed. Yeah. You've been obsessed, man, and that's what I'm doing. But and I and I, and sometimes the message is bigger than than the work. And I'm here to tell people that it's time to get your affairs in order because this this is a sign of the times, Ricky, with this Montgomery stuff. This is what does it got to do with you not showing up for Black Tony? Because I had to get all my nieces and nephews involved and sign them up to learn how to swim. That's a sign, you know. These because that you got to, these kids need to know how to swim because you never know when when you gonna have to 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 to, to do something different, go places that you that have never been before, done things that you've never done before. This is a sign from God in itself. I mean, where any time the irony of a man throwing a black hat in the air and black people gathering, those who could win, it could have been a burglary hat. What are the chances of that? And, and, and it just, it's just a time to get it together. Because I'm going to tell you one thing for sure, Ricky. I've seen this and I read, I don't know what scripture I read it in, but I know get your affairs together. I don't win it paid off my traffic tickets and I, I made sure all my business because you know what, what uh, let me tell you something because white people they 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 they, they get they lick back different and you better yeah. get your affairs in this in order because we having a good time but you're gonna find yourself in court uh, over some mess and end up in there for 30 years you better get your business in together because while we're celebrating and everything they're gonna bend up past the bill and ban the Tamil slide and I, the what? you just the Tamil slide, they could do anything. You better we got to get it together. I'm what, what, very what nervous. Got, what does that got to do with anything? I just got to do with uh, uh uh victory is of the of the beholder. Right. <laughs> and what does it got to do with you not coming to work for Black Tony though? 
because it's a personal day because well with that victory that we all gathered and, and, and I got to get my stuff together Ricky I got tickets in different municipalities and and, and it is time to to govern yourself accordingly because that I'm very afraid to come up to that job without my affairs and right now I just feel like black people in whole as we celebrate it's time to get your stuff together and and just you know and so you, know, you think white so you think white people are gonna get their lick back? They gonna come back uh, from this from this ass whooping in Montgomery? Cause let me say something. It was the white judges. They saw that video too, and they 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 can't fight like us. Do you know the pen is mightier than a sword? <laughs> Listen, Ricky. Listen, Ricky. You you sit up playing and stuff, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I just want all us to win. So I took this day off as a reflection of of what. Well, how you take the day off and you filling in for Black Tony? <laughs> just you know who you sound like? Who? Them white people. <laughs> hey, you need to- Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, Ricky, bottom on the show. It's Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. They're saying there's always one, Ricky. There's always one, honey. Now, they're saying regardless of how obvious something is, somebody will always fix their lightly educated lips, honey, to say something contrained, honey, ignorant, or just plain wrong. Now, they say it never fails, Ricky. But in regards, y'all, in regards to the violent, viral violence, y'all, that witness was witnessed in the Montgomery Riverfront, Marlon Wayans, y'all, they say he has decided, honey, to cast himself as the main character, honey, in the new stage play title, STFU Negro. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the youngest Wayans brother took to his Instagram, honey, page to turn up his nose, y'all, at the sight, honey, of black folks coming together, y'all, to defend their own. Now, they say it appears that seeing that type of black solidarity really grinds, honey, Marlon Gears, y'all, and a lot of people say they were very angry about it and talking about it. They're saying, first and foremost, they say to see that video, of a black man being beaten, y'all, by a half dozen white men and then use Jason Alden's lynch happy anthem to whip, honey, about what love and make love not war might be one, y'all, of the dumbest things he's ever said and that list as long as a CBS receipt, honey. They're saying that Marlon Wayans, they say, why would he sit there and do something like that when he didn't even see all the facts? But then they say, maybe he didn't see out the fact that the innocent black man was the first attacked, y'all, by the unwhite person. They say, I literally educate yourself, honey, before you speak, honey, on a subject, honey. STFU Negro. Hmm. Isn't that something? Did y'all see what Marlon is- said? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Run that by yeah, one more time. We still don't know what he said. Marlon, he, he, he uh, they, they said, you know, he saw, they say, uh, Marlon Wayne saw six white men, honey, white people at least, jumping a black man who was just doing his job and wanted other black people to turn the other cheek because, you know, that love, not war. And then he went on to say, and they said that, you know, he said some things, honey, you know, they said, talking about the people and attacking the black people, um, evidently. And, that's, and making it as if the black people started to fight in Montgomery instead of the white people. And a lot of people just attacked him. They said, how could he say that now? They said Marlon spent half of his last and latest stand-up special, y'all joking about the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap, and saying it was the happiest day of his life. But black people, honey, um, beating up a bunch of racists is when he wants love, not war. Wait a minute now. 
I'm yeah. confused. Especially uh, Maria. Uh, um, well, basically, yeah. he's saying that Marlon is siding with the white people. Yes. Okay, but what did he? I, I, I need before I say that I need to hear his actual quote. He said, "Love not war." In response to the black people yes. fighting back against the white attackers. Yes, but then they said, "But honey, but when it was all the flip side of it, honey, I mean, you know, it was all different and stuff." But now he want to tell black people, "Say love not war." And he played some dog on um, whoever that guy, um, Alan Alden, whoever he Jason is. Jason Aldean. Yeah, Jason played his stuff. So, you know, it, it's just sad. They say, why he would played he love, his song? Not, love not war? But sometimes love don't work when you deal uh, with dogs. Yeah. And I think and sometimes an ass whooping is the only thing a dog would understand. You understand? Yeah. We, we, we have been docile throughout history in turning the other cheek, the, the, that handwritten, well, whoever, whoever wrote that, because... Uh, uh, why, why is it that, that we got to always turn the other cheek and smile and be the nice person or whatever? They never respected that. So yeah, when, when you, you turn the other cheek, you get yeah, punched you're dealing in both with sides dogs, of your face. Sometimes you have to knock some of them in the teeth and make an example <laughs> example out of their ass to, well, to, uh, to make them respect you. Or whatever. Well, and I, tell you, his... I tell you this, if, if, that, if, if we had turned the other cheek, then they would go on every boat dock thinking that they could do that to black people and put their hands on black folks or whatever. But I tell you what, I bet they won't touch nobody else. And not only did they get their ass whooped, they went to jail. How about yeah. You know the thing uh, uh, about it too, Ricky, is you know black folks tired of marching and singing. We shall overcome. Right. Yeah. They right. tired of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you you better recognize because listen, you gonna get these hands. Well, Keep he playing. put it in his tweet. Absolutely. Said, How about we not? And he put it in capital letters. Tried that in a small town. He said, and he used the S word, silly bro. He said, let's all just be love, not war. And that's how he put it. Okay. So. And, and I'm and I'm sure that the tr- the Trump crowd. Would, would appreciate that, but they violent. Go look at January the sixth. Yeah. You understand? You know, speak out, speak out. Make sure that you clear and that everybody speak out when uh, black people are being mistreated and attacked and or whatever. When these police uh, 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 violence against black folks or whatever, you just make sure that you consistent with that. Yeah. You understand? I don't know exactly what he said or whatever, but just in case that's what he said well, that's what or whatever. I'm said, with Maria. So. We are tired. Yeah. That was a day yeah. in history for us. We've been we. You, go ahead, go ahead. But speaking of love, not war, baby, they're saying things might be looking up, honey, for Lizzo, honey. At least they say if you take Beyonce's word for it, they're saying that the Cuff It Up songstress name dropped Lizzo on Saturday night. Beyonce called her name back because you remember I reported last week that Beyonce did not call Lizzo's name because, honey, you know Lizzo was going through all that stuff with her backup singers or whatever. But now they're saying, honey, that Beyonce called this girl name back, honey, in that remix for Break My Soul, and they're saying. That, with the, that list features a list of women's names Beyonce views as trailblazers. So everybody's excited for Lizzo, but if I was Lizzo, I would tell you, you know what, baby? You ain't got to call my name because, honey, when you need to call my name, you didn't call my name, and now all of a sudden you're calling my name again now because, you know, she's getting a little flack, honey, for not calling Lizzo's name because they both did that um, remix together and stuff. So, But people are happy for Lizzo, so if people are happy, honey... I'm happy because we love Lizzo, honey. And quick for free, y'all, honey. Jamie Foxx, um, Jesus, pulled there saying, Tweet of the fans, honey. Misunderstood black, his black face because Miss Jennifer Anderson got her lunch eating, honey, say, because she was, honey, agreeing with Jamie Foxx. And people say, What? 
you're agreeing with him. And baby, that girl had to backtrack. So she said, girl, it was a misunderstanding. So <laughs> All right. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Chiffon. On the high end, you say Chiffon. And on the low end, you say Beautiful Light Yellow. That's a beautiful Kahlua today. Y'all, I think more men should wear Chiffon, too, Ricky. Don't you think? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, and that's yellow. Yeah, yellow is the color, but chiffon is a nice. Well, I got I got a, a a yellow Nike hat and some and some yellow shorts or whatever with a white. You know, kind of pop that with a white t shirt. It's good for some. It ain't bad depending on what you wear. But a whole chiffon uh, yellow linen outfit. I don't know something like special K wear stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the rest of us <laughs> yeah. just choose not to. Got a yellow blazer I'm wearing this weekend. As a matter of fact, we I believe you. Want to talk about it? We believe in you. I'm sure you have on some matching shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all give it up again with the team. <laughs> Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Today on What's Trending, we're talking about the viral video of a fight that happened uh, last Saturday uh, at Alabama Montgomery's uh, Riverfront Park uh, when a black dock worker was jumped uh, after asking a group of white people on a uh, pontoon boat uh, to move out of the ferry parking spot. So we did that, that. That's that's a fact. And I actually saw the video to that. Now, today on What's Trending, we want to know if you think the fight was race-based or maybe it was fueled by alcohol, testosterone, or something else. Uh, hit us up at 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Now, uh, in a video, more than 3 million views, uh, a woman on the dock, can be heard talking about the dispute uh, like a professional commentator, uh, complete with sound effects and laughter. Uh, she joined us now. Y'all welcome to the Ricks about the morning show, Lauren Spivey. Y'all give it up for Lauren Spivey. <laughs> Lauren. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. You you the lady with the, with the cute glasses on with the cute little nose on the video, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 famous now. Listen, so you born and raised in Montgomery? No, I'm from Selma. Right okay, you. The street. <laughs> Listen, uh, th- th- was people calling you telling uh, you that we was talking about you on the radio yesterday? Yes, they were. My phone was ringing off the hook from other people. Um, I had some other interviews and stuff to do, and CNN called me, and I'm he like, blowed up, oh, God. God. right? Like, so, so yeah, what, y'all got my what, number. What, what, right? What were you doing there, and what made you pull your, uh, you know, pull your phone out and start recording? Okay, so um, we, the people that was um, that you seen that I was surrounded with. That was family and friends. We were the only ones, like, in that little area. Because, of course, we thought we was about to get on a little ferry uh, sipping cycle or whatever. Um, my cousin had booked an excursion for us to go out and enjoy ourselves on that with the, the party host and, the you know, the captain of it and all of that. Um, so we were doing that uh, for Tiara's birthday. And it never happened, <laughs> as you can see. Mm. So that's what we was um that's what we was out there doing. Right. Uh and when what made me pull my phone out, actually what made me pull my phone out, um, they had been asking them to move their boat. Uh and the other gentleman, he became real belligerent and angry and uh from a distance, you know, like they were, you know, down on the uh the deck or whatever you wanna call it, the dock, whatever. But they were down there and we was up on the ramp. 
And right. I saw all I saw was hands. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when people are talking and it's getting more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he started pointing and doing all that, I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right. Put his own out. A lot of people saying the attack was like racially motivated just one day. And, and just one day earlier, more than 2,000 Alabama Republicans paid to hear uh, Donald Trump speak in Montgomery as he, uh, you know, as he his rally, uh, whatever, what I was going to say. Um, do you believe that this was the case based on what you saw and heard because Donald Trump was there? They were like amped up and, and ready to just act stupid. Um, honestly, it's so crazy because I stay in Montgomery. My family mm-hmm. stay in Selma. So I just came from the house and met them down there at the riverfront. And when people told me that Trump was in town, I said, well, I was. But, you know, I wouldn't be interested anyway. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I didn't even know he was down there. Um, mm-hmm. And just being in that situation, them folks just had a little alcohol. I, that's how I felt because okay, I feel like after you start from and then, you know, y'all kind of disperse a little bit and you go and sit back down like ain't nothing happened, baby, you a little too tipsy. You don't even know what's going on. <laughs> like, like, you about to get the wet whoop. Oh my gosh, Lauren, you really did hold <laughs> us down with that play by play girl. Come you on, gave us real. all of the colors, sis. You, yeah. and you know what's so crazy? I told them, like, I, when it, you know, when I first pulled my phone out, like, my little, y'all know the iPhone started acting crazy and stuff. I got like a little 12 Pro Max, and it be freezing <laughs> up and hanging up the phone on phone. So I pulled it out, and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna record, you know, on my camera app. That joker froze up. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. So it when it turned back on, you know, it froze up and shut off. Did the whole shebang. It turned back on. I said, okay, I'm gonna go live on Facebook, and I'll go back and look at the video. You know. So when I right. turned the phone on me, I was given, um, you know, a little scenario because at first, you know, we'll give y'all a little synopsis but, of what's going on. But Lauren, hey Lauren, hold on. Hold on, Lauren. Here's a clip right here. Listen, y'all. Boop, ah, boop, ah, boop, boop, ah, 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 Hey, Lauren. Lauren. Boop, girl. Lauren, we want to know, me and where me and Brad was on, where did you Lauren, where did you get boo ah boo ah? I was on live. I was in the heat of the moment. Like, <laughs> I was on live. When this thing went viral, like I said, I had logged off Facebook, you know, and the officer was like, you want to make a statement? I was like, hold on, wait. Mm-mm. So I had closed my phone out, logged off Facebook, and we went on about our business. And then when we got to the, uh, we went to a hookah um, bar. We got to the hookah bar, <laughs> and I put my phone out. I said, what the world going on? I was telling them, I told the guy, Prince, I said, I'm going to delete this video. He was like, no, you can go viral, y'all. When I listened to what I was saying, I never had listened to it. I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? I right, you didn't think nothing of it. You just at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just closed the app out, and I never listened to it. When I listened to it, that my mouth was on the uh, ground. <laughs> Brett, I swear you something. Listen, funny. I, uh, I, I got to meet you. I'm, I'm gonna give you two tickets to my karaoke night uh, next uh, next Tuesday. Boo ah, uh, we're gonna bring you on stage. We want to meet you. You gotta take pictures with the fans. Uh, uh, Lauren. I'm, I'm gonna take care of your dinner, your hotel, everything for you. Bring a guest with you. Y'all come on uh, to Birmingham from Montgomery. 
we want you to come to the Stardome with us next week, and you be with us. You're gonna be our special guest. So I, I cannot That's wait to dope. meet you. That's well, you are like the home girl that everybody got a home girl. Uh, uh, like the home, you like one of my high school classmates. That boom, uh, you, 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 you better get some T-shirts or something. You better capitalize off this thing some kind of way with that boom, ah. <laughs> yeah, I thought she would hit me up. Like, I gotta go pick up two shirts. They was like, hey, But it was a woo at the end for me. That, yes. that, that was a wrap up right there. That woo at the end, girl. Wait a minute, she said that for real? Oh, at the end, she was like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't even hear that part. I'm so busy listening to the boo ah oh, boo ah. No, and that's the, the best minute, she, part. What she said to him, Maria? She said, Well, when Woo! I tell you, when I tell you we love you, we got something for you. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, we got to, we got to hang out. We, you just we gonna go to the we should, we gonna Brett, we gonna go to the hookah bar. Yeah, we just yeah. need to hang out with you for one we, night because I swear, I swear your energy is just off the chart. We gonna go to the we gonna, we gonna nominate you for an NAACP Image Award. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> all that. Yes, sir. Boo ah, boo ah, boo. Literally, like I said, I really had forgot that I was on live. My mind in my head. I was going to play the video, and then we was going to go back. And, you know, me and my folks were going to look at it later. That's what I that was in my head. But other right. things were going on. Like, girl, you on live, and you doing all this. I was in the moment. I was like, yo, there it goes. Only because they had assaulted that man, and when they set their butt back down, like ain't nothing happened. And I had already peeped the scene. I'm like, the Harriet is on the way back to the dock. It's coming in slow. And I'm looking at the people on the boat. They ready to get off this boat. And y'all been sitting here. <laughs> y'all ain't leaving. They about to get y'all. They about to get y'all. Like, for real. I said, oh, you yes, baby. I- there they go. Get them. Get them. Lauren, get them. You are a total blessing. Lauren. Hey, Lauren, let everybody know how they can follow you on social media, Lauren. We, they, we, 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 we need to know where you at. They need to follow you. Let everybody know how they can reach you. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can find my Facebook, of course. It's L-A-U-R-Y-N, L-A-U-R-E-N. I'm on Twitter at uh, L-I-L-L-M-S-27, L-I-L-M-S-27. Um, Snapchat, Little Miss Selma spelled out. Uh, uh, yeah, that's basically the same handle. That's how y'all can find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, we, we, man, we got a, a whole inside. We just absolutely love you. Thank you so much uh, uh, for coming <laughs> on the show. You, you have made my whole day. You have made y'all give it up for Lauren Spivey. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. We got Jeff Johnson. Ooh ah, boo ah, boo ah. Y'all felt like y'all was there. The job yeah. was done. If you got the angle. <laughs> The job was done, baby. All right, Rick Hunt, morning show. Hey, it is about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Ricky? What up, Brad? What up, everybody on the team? What up, what up everybody listening? What up, Jeff? Man, listen, I, I don't even know if I got enough time for this morning. Y'all already know. But let me let me, let me me chime in on Montgomery a little bit. Um, number one, Rick, I, I keep hearing this thing about Donald Trump was in town and do I think that has something to do with it? We are talking about Montgomery, Alabama, right? Right. 
they didn't need Donald Trump. They they from Montgomery. And so, I mean, it, it just is a history. And I think that's why, like, this event, as, as sometimes I, I almost am, am, am afraid to say it, this event was almost like a therapy session for black people. Right. Like, there, right, were, there were black people that was like, I'm just so glad. Like, like, I know black people who hate violence and love this video. Right. It was like, I was so glad just to see black people show up for black people. People didn't even know everything that was going on. They were just like, that Negro jumped in the water and swam to start fighting somebody. Like, yes, it, it, it was one of those things. It was like with all the stupid stuff we see coming on the tail of this dumb thing with, with Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Aniston. And, and it was just like, yo, these folks were riding for each other in a way that we often don't see on social media. And so I, there were just a couple things. I'm like, there, there's a couple things I need in my life. I need somebody that wants to take their hat off, throw it up in the air before they fight, just to let you know they want all this heat. Like, I, I, I need, we need people in our lives that are ready to go no matter what. The second thing we need is, is we need people, we need people that are, that won't wait, but will run to defend us. Like, when I saw that young and jump in that water, brother, I was like, this, this is a different kind of kid. Um, yeah. and, and what it said to me was, because I like making connections, how many times do we wait to defend our folks versus right. run to defend our folks? And so that's why I said I thought this was a therapy session. I'm like, how many times do we not stand up for each other? How many times do we record even when we standing right there versus defend? How many times do we sit and until it reaches a certain level, we don't get in? Um, I, I think that, that was the second. And then lastly, man, just because this morning was so special to me, I think everybody needs a Lauren Spivey to tell their story. Like we just, we just need as many people as we can telling our story from our perspective because we always have other people telling our stories for us. And so I, I, I know that there is going to be a lot that comes out of this. We're going to have to wait and see who ultimately gets charged and who doesn't. Um, but, but I just know that I, I talked to a couple of people that aren't a part of our culture that just didn't understand what was going on. And I'm like, listen, we have been dealing with people brutalizing us forever. And many of us never feeling like we had the strength to fight back in the moment. And so as much as we may not like violence, as much as sometimes we don't condone violence, like this was a moment for people to say, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the the um, th this 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 notion that certain people have that they can do anything, that they can treat somebody any kind of way because of who they are and because of who they think you are. I'm tired of the law supporting. Because um, <laughs> the funniest thing for me, Rick, I was I was thinking about the, the cops that, that, that brought down the brother that hit the people with the chair. Right. And I know they were sitting there like, come on, man. Like, we was letting you go, but you had to bring a chair into it. Like, we, we got to get you now. It was just yeah. so much going on with this piece. But more than anything, I just think it was this this almost cultural DNA that said, I'm tired of this. I'm yeah. tired of watching you be rude to us. I'm tired of watching you disrespect grown black men and grown black women who are just trying to do their job. I'm tired yeah. of you thinking like you have the right to do that. I'm tired of it. And we're not having it no more. Tired of so the entitlement as well. 
Yes, brother. And so this this was a therapeutic, cathartic moment in in this time in Black history. Um, and as much as some may not agree with that, I just don't know how we fail to look at that. Um, but before I be, be, go, go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I didn't say anything. No, no, no. And and I know I don't have a lot of time, but I, I just I wouldn't be doing what I feel like I need to if I didn't say on air um, just how much I want to celebrate the life. Um, of Charles Ogletree. Um, some of you may not know who he is. Charles Ogletree was a professor of law at Harvard University. He was uh, the head of the Charles Hamilton Houston Institute on Race and Justice. Um, this is a brother who represented Anita Hill against Clarence Thomas. This is a brother who represented Pop. This is a brother who taught the Obamas when they were at Harvard Law School. But more than that, um, more than even his litigation, this was a brother that prepared a whole new generation of black lawyers. And so we, we, we're losing a big one in losing Dr. Ogletree. Um, he, he always showed up um, when the cameras were on and he always showed up when the cameras weren't. And so I, w- I want to just say to his wife that we're praying for her and their family. Um, this is a giant. And if you don't know who he is, I just recommend a Google today at Char- Charles Ogletree. Um, because, listen, this this was a giant. When we think about Charles Hamilton Houston, when we think about Thurgood Marshall, um, right. while he did not do the same thing in the Supreme Court, uh, we cannot ever forget the name of Charles Ogletree. Uh, those are things I got for you, brother. You know I love y'all. I uh, hope hey, you have love a fantastic you, Jeff. Talk to y'all on Thursday. Mr. Thomas, good morning, man. And, uh, and I, I know the summer is about to wrap up. And uh, uh, take us through what you and your good – uh, friend Maestro, what you, what do y'all do most of the summer, Mister Thomas? Well, we did. Well, we you know we've been kicking it here and there, going to bingo each and every Wednesday night. Then we pop over to Bible study. That's just a nice little let out. All those chickadees that come out of there. Well, you go to uh, you go to Mount Olive, don't you, uh, Mister Thomas? Yeah, I was just about to say. You know, we go to Mount Olive. Shout out to Pastor Davidson up there. Thank you for lending one of them chairs from from the uh, Fellowship Hall to that Montgomery Mailey. That's right, y'all. That's Doctor. That's Doctor Marcus Davidson. Uh, that's my church. And uh, 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 but what service you go to? Because you know we got three services. Because I don't never see you. Uh, well, we first well we we we, we don't go early because me and Maestro go to American Legion on, on on Saturday night, so we don't wake up in time and take our medicine after we eat our morning toast. So we uh, <laughs> we 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 come to the we come about ten eleven o'clock and get up and take your pill, and then sometimes Maestro shout out to Maestro it's his birthday today. Wait a minute, uh, uh, yeah, Maestro yeah. Powell birthday. Maestro Powell, we doing a ponytail party uh, this Friday <laughs> at the. <laughs> Like Maestro, uh, Maestro, I would sing Happy Birthday, but there's a song that makes Maestro cry. There's a song that we're going to sing at the ponytail party. Maestro, Maestro, you put all that old activator in your hair. Maestro, from me to you. Just let your soul go. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, party. Oh, Lord, I'm crying. Oh, Lord, somebody call Shabby Russell. Bring a couple of oranges. You get in, you, we get, you get a gift bag, some oranges. 
from uh, Wabasso, Florida. We might be from uh, a, a pack of peanut brittle. You get some uh, some uh, repast pound cake. Well, tell me what kind and, of party and, y'all and you doing? Follow it down with some prune juice. So we got a nice gift bag for all the ladies: prune juice, oranges, peanut brittle, and repast pound cake. The ponytail party. <laughs> y'all doing a ponytail party? Now who the so who are, who the ponytail party for? Uh, Mr. <laughs> Maestro pal, my best for a buddy. Maestro pal from Wabasso, Florida. Ponytail, half off, <laughs> peanut brittle, <gasps> repast pound cake, urn, and and a little thing of uh, prune juice. Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I got yeah, a headache. I'm not. Maestro Power is a real person and he has his ponytail and we love Maestro Power him and uh and, and, and one more shout out to your church uh Dr. Dr. Marcus Davidson. Marcus Davidson. Shout out to Marcus Davidson. Maestro Power, we go way back. Maestro knew everybody back in the day. He knew Uncle Ben. Uh, Maestro got the uh, you know, the man who made the rice. Maestro was right there. Yeah. He made that made, made, he made that rice. And then he got the clip on uh, uh, uh for his cell phone. He got a little clip on his belt. Mike, they don't make them like that no more. They don't they don't. Friends. They don't they, they don't make them. They don't make them. You should see his ponytail, man. He got it. And Mr. Summer, all the white people that was on that boat that got whooped, they must be on drugs. I know you got a song for them. They got to be nothing but, uh, nothing but on drugs. And I got a song I want to minister. Yes, sir. I love you. I'm a minister to you. Second, Mr. Summer. You don't Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, you got the foot up. Y'all be rocking. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get Give it up for Mother Tommy, y'all! All right, so guys, your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Toad Tao, the last former Minneapolis police officer convicted for his role in the killing of George Floyd, was sentenced to four years and nine months on Monday. Now, he showed no remorse and testified that he merely served as a human traffic cone when he held back crowds watching former officer Derek Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. In other news, a powerful storm system knocked out power to more than one million and left one dead in Alabama after a lightning strike. Thousands of flights were also delayed or canceled due to severe weather. Currently, there is a level two slight risk of severe thunderstorms 
into the afternoon for parts of Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. I also want to keep this in mind, Ricky. I saw a listener tweet this information to us. Primary elections are happening in Mississippi, and there have been some last-minute precinct changes. So if you are voting in that state, please keep that in mind. Uh, lastly, one of the oldest HBCUs in Arkansas has transitioned from college to a university and is closer to expanding its academic and research offerings. Congratulations to Philander Smith College in Little Rock, which will move forward as Philander Smith University. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of today's news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Already appreciate that, Maria. The Houston Astros made their way to the White House to celebrate their World Series title with President Biden, led by their legendary yes. manager and former player, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. Dusty, it wasn't easy. People counted you out saying you're past your prime. Hell, I know something about that. <laughs> An all-star player, three-time, three-time manager of the year. The first coach to lead five teams to postseason in all of baseball history. And finally, World Series champion as a player and a manager. Dusty Baker's one of the greatest of all time. If you ain't never heard of him, Google him. Trust me. Golden State Warriors star Klay Thompson has a reputation of trash talking on the court. We all know that. He and Devin Booker, the Phoenix Suns, they have some post beef. And uh, Klay decided he wanted to admit that he regrets one of his trash-talking moments with Devin Booker. I managed to admit that we all have our moments of weakness, so I'm not really proud of that one. Because I see Devin Booker, and I should be like, man, I should be proud of this young man. Yeah. Like The work he's put in, he survived a tough regime in Phoenix where everyone's getting traded. He's playing for a new coach every year, but now he's a franchise player because he just kept working. So I admire the guys who have work ethic like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah, but you ain't got to apologize for trash talking. You can do both, man. You can you can respect your opponent. And I'm saying what he said when he trash talked. Well, he was talking about he was holding up the four rings. Like, man, I got four rings. How many you got? You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure there might have been some other things that that may have said. That's Clay Thompson with the Golden State Warriors, and he was trash talking to Devin Booker. And, but you can do both, man. You can respect your opponent, but you can also track. That's yeah. part of sports, man. You need to man. see if they got the same daddy. That's what they need to be trying Uh-oh. to find out. They do. They do kind of. <laughs> they... If he shaved his facial hair, they probably do kind of look yeah. alike. Yeah. Better check that out. To see, see what your daddy was doing around that time. You were hey, because D. Booker dudes look like still like your little your baby. Mom, he talk to your mama some questions. <laughs> D. Booker still got that little baby face, don't he? Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. It's time for the hot spot to you by Ice. Tune into the Black Health 365 podcast where we discuss health care disparities within the black community. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Bring it to Tad. What's happening? What's happening? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Will Smith said that he went too far in emancipation. Uh, he sat down with Kevin Hart and spoke about his experience portraying a slave in the Apple drama Emancipation. Will Smith then recalled a moment during filming when he accidentally got stuck in slave chains. Ooh. I had the chains on my neck, and I, we, we were working, and they put it on my neck, and the prop master went to put the key in and the key didn't work. And I was like, oh no, they're running around. They found it and they they got it out. And I was like, you know, Peter was the character. He didn't, nobody was running around to get him out. We're out in the scenes and it, you know, it was getting called a hundred times a day, you know, by 
very good actors. Yeah, by day. Very, very good actors. Day Exquisite 75. performers. Yeah. yeah. Are you, we still wow. at them? I was like, hey, hey, um, cut, yeah, cut, cut, cut. Ooh. Yeah, that had to be tough. That had to but be tough. took that anger to the stage when he went up there and slapped Chris Rock. Oh. Then Steele was angry. Steele was in, he still was in Meanwhile. character mode. <laughs> <laughs> he talked. Chris Rock was. Well, you guys, the family of C. Murders, alleged victim. Go ahead. Was a house Negro. The family of C. Murders, alleged victim, appears to believe Kim Kardashian is doing more harm than good. Uh, C. Murder has been in prison for over two decades for allegedly beating and fatally shooting a fan, Steve Thomas, 16, at the Platinum Nightclub in Louisiana. Now, according to reports, the brother of the victim, George Thomas, shared a statement and said, anytime a celebrity publicly supports C. Murders released, old wounds are reopened like Kim Kardashian trying to fight for his release. He then alleged there's substantial evidence that points to see murder as the gunman and only celebrities are pushing to see the brother of rapper Master P freed from behind bars. George Thomas's comments came after Kim Kardashian shared a statement on Twitter on the Twitter account about see murder's release uh, for a crime he did not commit. In a lengthy post, she noted a new Louisiana law that allows the incarcerated to prove their innocence by submitting new factual evidence. Now, in addition, she mentioned that C. Murder's conviction is based on the testimony of two men who have both recanted their statements. What y'all think about that? I mean, no matter what the situation is, uh, if when you talk about an old case and somebody got hurt, it's going to bring back, you know, open up old wounds. But if the person is innocent, do you think right. they deserve a shot to get out of prison? He's been locked up for a very long time. Yeah, and, it, and it, one thing so, about uh, Master P, his older brother, of course, he's always, he used to tell C. Murder, man, you, you should probably change your name, like for real. Take that murder part off of your name, but he never true. wanted to listen to him. And he tried to tell him to, hey, stop, get out them clubs. You got enough money now. You ain't got to be hanging in them clubs and hanging around them, you know, your your uh, that your circle of people that you have with you. And yeah. you know where it is. He never would listen to Master P. Like, hey man, I'm grown. So, so when is when is he supposed to get out? I don't. I don't know. He's serving a life sentence. But you know what? You got to give Kim Kardashian her props because this is not the first time that she's done this. And uh, I can't remember the right. woman's name, but she's she's using her influence and her power and her celebrity to get, yeah. you know, justice for people. So you got to give her I props for that. I think she's gotten a couple of people oh, out. Oh, yeah. As, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Yeah. So I'm, Damn, I'm not mad at her for You should have probably sure talked to her when, when they had you locked up. <laughs> How long? How much time did you do? Well, I think when I talked, I think when um when I was locked up, Kim Kardashian was in diapers. So it was a very <laughs> long time ago. Was, was not that long ago. How much time did you do? How much time did you do? A uh, little under two years, but it was a very long time ago. It was a very different time in my life. Very painful chapter in my life that I do not wish to revisit. <laughs> so we can move on. Okay, I mean, we're talking about people went went to jail. I know, I mean. but it's it's just it was a lot, and it was <laughs> just a lot. <laughs> All right, y'all. Up what next, you, life professional to counselor Yanetta Spring. For stealing. <laughs> it's Talk It Out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor Yanetta Spring. All right, y'all. Rick's about the morning show. Hey, it's Talk It Out Tuesday. We are so excited, y'all. Please help me welcome licensed professional counselor Yanetta Spring. Yanetta, good morning. Hey. We are so. Good morning. Good morning. We are so. 
so happy to uh, have you uh, this morning diving into an important topic, managing your mental health during college drop-off day. A lot of us, I've been through that so many times, and we know it can be really, really mm-hmm. emotional because a lot of people out there got their kids going off to college, and this is different. It's a challenging time for the parents and students, and uh, you just dropped your daughter off at Spelman on yesterday, so we know you got some tips and insight for us, and we would just want to personally ask you how you feeling and how you dealing with that because uh, that's your only child. Yeah, yeah, my only baby, so I gotta quit calling her a baby, but you know how it is. I've, I've yeah. been doing as well as expected. You know, it's been an emotional roller coaster, so I think this segment for me. <laughs> but, right. you know, as therapists, you know, we have all the tools and tips, but we still have to use them. We still have to know when to use them and how to use them, you know, so I've been figuring it out, but it's it's, it's been a good experience overall. That's beautiful, Yanetta, and that's one thing that I appreciate mm-hmm. you about it as a therapist is that you're, you're very transparent in the things that you struggle with, and, you know, we have to acknowledge that college drop-off day can be overwhelming for parents. What what are some common emotions they may be experiencing during this time? Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's a mixed bag of emotions, right? You know, we can be experiencing sadness and anxiety and then excitement. So I think this period is really a time when we can understand the duality of emotions, knowing that it's not one or the other, black or white. Like, we can be excited one minute and then the next minute we're sad and crying. Um, I think ultimately it's like a sense of grief and that can be weird because, you know, we're not losing someone, you know, physically, permanently, but it is a grief, you know, it's it's a loss. So being able to process it um, as such, grief doesn't always mean death, you know, grief, grief is a transition or a change. So oftentimes it feels like a lot similar to grief. We're talking mm-hmm. to licensed professional counselor, Yanetta Springs. So we have two daughters in college, you know, Lyric and Harmony. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. so you would think it would get easier every single year because we're used to it, right? But right. When, we, when we drop them off, when they leave, it's just something about that, yeah. you know, it's, 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 I can walk away a little bit easier, but they mama, Crystal, she just want to stay an extra day or two. <laughs> so what? what's some, what's some <laughs> is, is it good to hang around and linger if you can, or is it good just just leave, say I love you, and just get on up out of there? I feel like everyone needs to do what feels good for them, right, and be able to communicate that with, um, you know, with your young adults. Because one thing about this is that we like are experiencing different emotions at different times. So there may be times when, you know, your child wants you to hang on and then you're like, okay, I should go and then vice versa. So I think it's really important to just like check in with yourself, managing your own self-care, processing your own feelings and communicating those. You know, it's a process. So just if you're staying present and checking in and checking in with those around you, I think it's, you know, it's easier to navigate it. Yeah, I'm so glad you say that because there's so many things related to feelings and emotions, but also schedules. You know, your kids are such a huge part of your schedule and your day to day and there's adjustments there. So what would you say are some practical strategies parents parents can use to support their mental health on college drop off day? So I'm going to always say self-care, right? Um, that's so important because when what we don't take care of or when we don't process our own emotions, then we typically project them on others, right? So you don't want to be projecting your stuff on others. Your schedule is changing. Your life is looking different. Um, but I always think about, y'all remember Whitley uh, Gilbert when she went to the therapist on Suki Allen told her to relax, relax, relax. Y'all, y'all remember that episode? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Vivid. <laughs> yeah. 
so that that episode was, you know, it's something that I encourage parents to do, right? To really be able to relax, make sure you're getting your rest and what you need. Um, because when you're not rested, you could be irritable. Being able to relate to the people around you. So that being able to relax, being able to relate, and then being able to release your old pattern. This is a new transition. It's a new phase. And you're going to have to learn how to uh, operate differently with you and your, your child. This and is a different phase so of parenting. Always appreciate you coming on and putting that in perspective for us. Uh, and of course, it's Talk It Out Tuesday segment. It's not meant to take the place of actually going to therapy, but it's a start. And you can always get more information on Yanetta's website, yanettaspring.com, or on Instagram at Groundbreakers Therapy. Hit her up at Groundbreakers Therapy. Y'all give it up for Yanetta Spring. Yanetta Spring. Yeah. Morning with the Smiling Morning Show. Coming up.